$200. A Super Nintendo setup costs twice as much as the old system. For the money, the company promises better pictures, sound, and adventure. Now you're playing with power, super power. You're the king, I tell you! You're listening to the SNES broadcast with your hosts, Soul Blazer and George. Hello, everybody. This is Super NES Podcast, episode number 137 this time around. Uh, as always, I am Greg. He is George. Yeah, that's me. Or sometimes I'm called Brick Wall. <laughs> Nobody will get that. And I, no, so no, it's, no, it's, no, sorry, it's a great inside Mike. joke. Yes, yeah, I can explain that to somebody on Facebook later on, later on, they're curious, but anyway, um, as teased before, uh, we are, we are very delighted and honored to have a guest host, to a, a guest host with us like this episode, um, I'm very pleased to introduce uh, Ray to the podcast. Well, hello, Greg. Can we call Hello. you Rayman, or is that like... I actually thought about that, like the little <laughs> the little yellow right. dude with red hair. Yep, so uh, Ray, <laughs> like, so Ray said he wanted to be on the podcast. He brought a game, uh, a game to the table for us to talk about. Uh, we're going to be covering uh, the classic beat-em-up game, uh, Killer Instinct, in this episode. So. Oh, I'm glad you brought this. The table's getting a little wobbly. We can put it under it. <laughs> we can just use a matchbook. Uh, nah, I think Killer Instinct's a very good doorstop. Um, Ooh. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> are, are we already getting a hot take from George? Apparently so. By a mo, he's spinning out fire. But uh, but anyway, um, Ray, uh, very good to have you on the podcast. Uh, I usually ask anybody. I usually ask anybody who's on the podcast for the podcast for the first time. Tell us a bit about yourself and you know uh, which history the system is. Um. Well, I'm. Just a 42-year-old collector. I've been playing games since I was seven years old, and I have held on to absolutely everything. <laughs> so what's your history of Super NES? Did you have as a kid? Um, I was actually a Genesis kid. Okay. Sorry. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. No. Go on. No, no, but, uh, like, I went from the NES to the Genesis, and... Then uh, once that 16-bit era moved on, that's when I got a Super Nintendo because nobody else cared about it. I was like, "Yeah, give me that. I'll take it." So did you get the? Um, uh, so did you pick up the later uh, Model Two, or did you get the, one of the older ones? No, the original one. Okay. But my first ex my first experience with the Super Nintendo was actually an arcade machine in the laundromat. We used oh to go yeah, to every that's Saturday. right. Yep. yep. And it had, and you could play Super Mario World, mm -hmm. Super Tennis, Pilot Wings, or I think it was SimCity. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, those arcade machines were not as common as the NES ones, but they were out there. So, so you're telling me there was only one good game on there? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it was F Zero. It was F Zero, not SimCity. Yeah, F Zero makes more sense, but. But, uh, but like no, but I every every Saturday when we would go to the laundromat, I'd go to that machine and I'd play those games and 
wish that I had a Super Nintendo. Which but... one is your favorite out of those games? F Zero. Mm. Okay, a good choice. Yeah. So the uh, the 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 ratio the ratio of game time to your game time to money, however, that system sucked. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing. It's a machine like a designed to take your money, Greg. What do you expect? Well, the NES yeah. one was not as bad. So. Oh really? Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, you're talking about the Play Choice Ten? Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. But no, but like no, but with F Zero, you can put in a quarter and blast through a race and have a good time. With Super Mario World, you weren't going to get very far. No. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, okay, uh, that's cool. Uh, so, what about Killer Instinct? What's your history with that? Um, I remember the arcade machine just because it was so loud. Mm. Yep. I mean, it like you would walk into an arcade, and I'd, you know, you'd have the people gathered around like Dragon's Lair because it looked so cool. Right. But then you'd hear, then you'd hear, Combo Breaker. <laughs> it was like, then, then it's like you're tuning your head. It's like, wait, what is that? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. My first. Yeah, my first exposure to this thing was in the arcades, um, you know, like the arcade machine also. Uh, I was in college when this came out, and uh, and uh, and uh, we had a small game room in our student union, which had about, like, uh, maybe, like, five or six arcade games in it, as well as, like, a pinball table. Um, so, oh, that's awesome. Uh, so they swapped the, um, you know, it's like they swapped the games out every semester, and uh, semester, and this game was popping up to be in there for two semesters. Like, so, 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 uh, like, you know, like, basically the whole year. So That sounds about right. Yeah, so um, I did not. Um, I knew I knew about the Super NES version of the game. This is actually, but I, um, you know, I never actually played it until until now for the podcast. Because honestly, I'm not a huge fighting game fan. But um, you know, I did spend some time playing the arcade game with friends. Though, I certainly had some fun. Uh, well, see, I per- I personally I I like fighting games and racing games for the same reason is that if you're not up for sitting for an hour or so mm-hmm. and you just want to play play a game for 15 20 minutes, okay, I'll go play a round of, you know, Street Fighter right. or I'll yeah. go do yeah. I'll go do a lap on, you know, Cruising USA or whatever. Sure. So, when'd you get the su- uh, uh, so when'd you get the Super NES version of the game? Um, that was one of the first games that I wanted when I got my SNES. Oh, cool. Okay. All right. Like, it, like, of course you wanted Super Mario World, but then it was, it was top five would be Link to the Past, SimCity, F-Zero, and Killer Instinct. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, George, what about you? Like, do you have any history of this game? Uh, not really. Uh, neither the arcade, uh, the uh, the arcade original, like the Super NES version. No. Uh, try to think. Have I played the N six? I might have played. There's one on N sixty four, right? Yes, a sequel. I might have played that. I don't remember. But um, no. Somehow this has eluded me. I played Primal Rage and yeah, stuff like that. But uh, I haven't seen it. I don't think I've seen a cab of this. On the wild. Mm. Well, it, well, it's very, uh, you know, well, it's a very popular arcade machine. I'm sure there's, uh, I'm, I'm sure there's, sure there's a bunch of them store, um, a bunch of them store around there. But um, oh, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure there's, yeah. there's at yeah. least one around here somewhere. Right. But who the heck knows where it is? <laughs> I don't have yeah. a Killer Instinct cabinet finder. Right. Uh, okay, funny, uh, funny, funny thing that I learn 
is that there was apparently a thing in the arcade machine where as Cinder, you could get an ultimate combo every single time just by doing a spin kick. Yes. And they had and they had to go and reboot every single machine. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Midway was known for doing that. I mean, like you know, uh, um, uh, uh, Midway arcade machines are particularly notorious for having for having quote unquote bugs uh, present in the game. Some of which went back to get fixed, some of them not. So I mean, they yeah. didn't. They uh, they had a lot of updates to Mortal Kombat, didn't they? they a lot of a lot of updates. Yep. Yeah. Street Fighter Two got at okay, least like but, several. But months, a lot so. of those updates were because because of like jokes they wanted to put in and stuff like that. True. And to like yeah. screw screw around with players and uh, <laughs> God dang it, well, Ed see, Boone. Yeah. Part part of the reason that I like uh, Killer Instinct so much is because I had gotten bored of Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter Two. So why did you go to a more boring game? Ooh. <laughs> well, Listen, yeah. okay, okay, seriously, like, like Street Fighter 2 was revolutionary, yeah. but it's the, it's the only game in history up until Final Fantasy did it where the sequel had its own sequels. Right. Oh, jeez, yeah. so. I don't even want to talk about sequels to sequels. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, Curious Think did bring several new things to the table, which we'll talk about here, uh, like, in a moment. So, like, you know, I definitely can see this is definitely, this is definitely a very different take on a fighting game so uh whether or not you know whether or not you enjoy it it just depends upon your your preference your, pre your preference on things but um yeah why don't we get into it um the, that, uh, apparently that was the getting into it noise <laughs> so this game was developed by rare um who um you know who's a, who at least back then was an excellent video game uh, developer so uh pretty much anything they you know, pretty much anything, anything that they worked on is like at least a decent game, if not good. So, uh, some very good uh, uh, history here. The um, the game was the game was originally developed in partnership with um, in partnership with partnership with like Nintendo because um, it was supposed to be. It's a little bit, um, you know, it's a little bit complicated to explain, but just basically. The hardware that the arcade game arcade game uses is similar, but not quite what ended up coming out uh, coming out like on the N sixty four, because they uh, when this game came out originally in the arcades in nineteen ninety four, uh, Nintendo was already working on Ultra sixty four, the code name for the um, uh, code name like the, ne like the next generation system, and they still had um, you know, and they still planning a nineteen ninety five release for the system. As a matter of fact, they get the arcade games attract mode advertises. You know, available uh, for your home in 1995, like only on the uh, Ultra 64. So, oh, that's pretty uh, cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, they were still planning upon it being, and the plan was for Killer Instinct to be a launch, a launch game like that system. So, um, so the arcade machine uses a very similar but not quite final version of the hardware that the N64 uses because of that. So. I mean, for example, the arcade game was first. Uh, for example, the arcade game was first game to have an internal hard drive uh, in it as well, besides the game's ROM, uh, to help to store all the graphics, the graphics, the, the, gra the graphics, and the backgrounds, everything that the game used. So, uh, um, uh, uh, it also had a very, a very for its time beefy processor uh, for uh, which clocked in 100 megahertz. So, uh, the arcade, so the arcade hardware was definitely a beast. Uh, which is one of the reasons the game looks so looks so damn gorgeous, uh, like in arcades. But uh, yeah, it 
It, it, and it sounded amazing, yep. too. Yeah. Yeah, very good sound system fight on as well, too. So, so when Nintendo realized that the A64 was not going to be available in 1995, they're like, well, we'll just put the... We'll just, you know, we'll just downgrade the game onto the Super NES instead. So, um... The Super NES version of the game came out in North America in August 1995, and then it came out in Europe about three weeks later. Uh, the game also came out uh, later on that year for the Game Boy, which is a really limited version of the game. Oh, but, boy. But, you oh, know. no. I... <laughs> Greg, I I told you about this. It's better than it has any right to be. It's not bad. I mean, all things considered, it's not you know it's playable. It's it's missing. Is that uh, how good it is? It's it's pl- you can choose a character and play. It's playable. Uh, that's how good it is. No, but no, but as far as a fighting game on the original Game Boy goes, I think it's the best. It's missing a couple characters, and you know you don't get all the flash from it but right I, I play i play it on my super game boy i got my super game boy and just to test it out i plugged that in and my my neighbor and i sat and played it for like 20 minutes before we realized wait i have the actual super nintendo version of this game. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the small upgrades that the super game boy offered uh two-player mode so yeah but uh um uh, but yeah, you know, all things considered, the Game Boy version of the game is not bad. Uh, um, you know, considering you know, considering you know, considering how powerful this game was, like on the arcade. But um, and to be fair, the Super Nintendo version of the game is pretty gimp too, like uh, um, uh, uh, like in several ways, which we'll get into here. You know, like I mean, like in a little bit. But um, so obviously, so obviously, Nintendo published like published the game uh, like with Super NES. So. Uh, we've already talked about rare, uh, rare midway in past episodes, so we, uh, so, uh, so we won't spend too much time on, on that. But um, so I mentioned earlier how Kirin Stig tried to be different by offering like several, like uh, uh, several different features uh, to distinguish it from other fighting games. So one of them is the like is how the combat where itself is determined. Instead of having to win two or three matches um, uh, like in most fighting games, you have a double energy bar instead. Uh, and whoever depletes the other person's uh, two two bars first wins. So uh, a little bit like it's like a one on one match. Then in that way, instead you only have to win like uh, you only win like one fight to advance. So it's um, a pretty cool idea. I have to say it is. Yes, uh, also very cool. Uh, automatic combos. Um, you can just do. I uh, 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 so you don't have to worry about trying to memorize a ten button uh, as a sequence to pull off like you know special, 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 special combos, whatnot. Like in most of the fighting games, you just have to do the initial, uh, initial relatively easy button push to sequence and sequence the game. But the game does, and the game like that. Um, uh, then it's the combo for you, which is very. Nice. I don't like that because the AI uses it against me too often. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I am not very good at this game. My 13 year old daughter can kick my butt <laughs> all day long. I because it's a for me as a button masher. I don't I don't utilize the combo system because I don't I don't know how to pull it off. But it's, it's much still easier fun. in this game than it is other games. <laughs> that oh okay on that on that note. I think it's like okay. I don't, Greg. I don't mean to jump the gun on you if you're going to talk about the characters. I will. Yeah. But but uh, 
the fact that the boxer's name is Combo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was it, quite odd. It is is ridiculous to me. It'd be like if a character in Mortal Kombat was named Fatality. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, and and, right. and and like after like kind of digging into the history of the game. <laughs> Combo's name was originally Mr. Fist. <laughs> <laughs> I love that name better than Combo. Uh, Mr. Fist. Sounds like a weird super villain. <laughs> oh, no, it sounds like a porno. Okay. <laughs> I'm Mr. Fist. No, but seriously, like, ima like imagine if like a character in Street Fighter Two was named Hadouken. <laughs> you know, uh, it's like co the combo system in this game is one of the main features, and it's been stolen by every other game but it, since then. Yep, which is which is time to get something right. So, but, uh, but is it uh, though? Yeah. Yeah, well, yes, because the, because the good ideas are copied and the bad ideas are left to die, which... How about microtransactions in video games, Greg? Well, uh, I said... I said well, I said, <laughs> Just because everybody doesn't doesn't mean it's good. I said good ideas by the programmers. I, I, programmers, I never... I, I, you know, not by the game players, but... So. Well, game players don't bring in the microtransactions. It has to be coded in. Right, the programmers. The programmers did it. They think it's a good idea. So, but well, Mister Fist would take care of that, I'm sure. Yes, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> speaking about the combos, also, um, you also have a uh, you also have the uh, you also have the ultra combo ability, which is kind of like a finisher, uh, uh, um, um, uh, a finishing move. Uh, it allows you to deliver a long, a long string of hits as a combo finisher instead, which can sometimes, which is usually at least twenty hits. Sometimes it can get upward. Uh, upwards of 80 hits so it's like really impressive to pull off and another uh, fun fact is uh, it's guaranteed to piss me off oh yes <laughs> because you can't do crap about it <laughs> yep unless you well, jo well george if you do your homework you can do a combo breaker very, very, very good doing yep. homework okay <laughs> i'm done with that i'm done with homework uh the combo breaker is also something that's pretty unique like this, like this game uh if you uh, if like you pull it off at the right time, um, you're able to you're able to interrupt the the sequence, and there'd be a white starburst like appear, um, uh, like above the you know kind of the tip of the berserkers uh, on the health bar, which allow you to do like to counterattack or some or, uh, special versions like your own moves. Are we talking uh, about like see, a uh, lemon starburst or like what flavor? I no white, just a just a generic white starburst. Was that see, taste I, like? I, for one, always thought a combo breaker is just when you don't want to eat the pretzel, so you crack it open and just eat the cheese out of the Why bowl. would you do that? <laughs> what kind of what kind of super villain are you? <laughs> but you're a horrible person if you do that. Right. What? Uh, 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 and so speaking about finishing moves. That sounds uh, like that came from a past experience you had. Either you or someone you know has to go to jail right now. <laughs> oh, okay, George, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds so ridiculous. Why would you break open a combo to get the cheese? Uh, well, anyway. Well, well, maybe maybe you're on a like a Atkins diet or something, and you don't want the carbs. Maybe you shouldn't okay. be buying combos. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, anyway, I, I, um, I was saying the finishing moves uh, are, also, are also shared in this game. Um, there's, uh, there's two moves each character can do, uh, like finishing move. Uh, there's also a very unique finishing move called the Humiliation, which forces your opponent to dance. It is the funniest yes. thing to um, see. <laughs> I didn't know about this. Yeah, oh, it is. You, yeah, it is weird. <laughs> George, you haven't lived until you've seen full gore twerk. <laughs> oh, jeez. But so, yeah. Anyway, uh, those are the those are the those those are the quote unquote unique things that the game brought to the table. Um, and I think for the most part they worked. I mean, like you know, um, you know, the combo moves are easier to pull off in this game. The, the game being able to uh, you know, being able, you know, being able to interrupt the chains, uh, chains is awesome. Um, the double energy bar kind of makes for like shorter fights because it's only like one round instead of like a two out of three. So, uh, yeah, for the most part, I think the changes are pretty good. Yeah. Um. Back to the humiliation thing. Mm-hmm. It, I, it, it harkens back to when Mortal Kombat introduced like the friendships. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, that was Mortal Kombat. And the babalities. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. The so. babalities. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not sure when Mortal Kombat three came out, so I don't know which game predated predated the other one. So, have you heard of well, a thing called Google? Yes, I, I just have like numerous windows up like right now, though. So. I can do it for you. <laughs> I'm still on Yahoo. Probably, you know, probably was around. 95. How's that 1996 feeling going? <laughs> Uh, hey, I told you, I'm, I'm always a couple generations behind. <laughs> couple. Is that really... Uh, I guess. Wow. Jeez. But one of the things that I loved about this game is that at the time it came out, I was so bored with Street Fighter 2. Mm-hmm. Right. Ha- having so many of its own sequels. Killer Instinct came out 94 and but, uh, Mortal Kombat 3 came out in 95. Okay, all right. Yeah, so. but, yeah, yeah but it's, it's like, here's Street Fighter 2. Here's Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Here's Street Fighter 2 Championship Edition. Here's this? Super Street Fighter 2. It's like, it, Street on, Fighter until Final, Yeah, until, no. Final, until Final Fantasy started to do it, I don't think any sequel has had as many sequels as Street Fighter 2. <laughs> And then there's the uh, the bootleg Master System port, Street Fighter Two Dash or whatever, and that. That's oh an yeah, awful right. Yep, game. Yep, yeah, um, I remember that. So. Yeah, that's a that's a Brazilian effort. So Ray mentioned the characters, the characters earlier, and uh, yeah, this is a very this is a very unique cast of characters in the game for sure. So. Uh, there's ten playable characters characters in the game: uh, Black Orchid, Chief Thunder, Cinder. Fulgore, uh, Glacius, Jago, Riptor, Saberwolf, Spino, and TJ Combo. So, um, yeah, but a, uh, yeah, but a quote Game Pro, like, what other fighting game can have, like, a game of, like, which includes a, uh, dinosaur, a sword wielding, a, a sword wielding skeleton, a creature made out of ice, uh, like in a, you know, like in a, you know, like in a weird, a weird, like a weird monster, monster mutant person. So. Soul Calibur. Yeah, well, so, uh, this game was first, so <laughs> different, different, different generation, George. Yes. Hey, you so. asked a question, I answered it. <laughs> okay, I have to say, I I did play uh, 
the Super Nintendo game for a little while this afternoon, and I had so much fun playing as Riptor, just because he has such a reach. Yeah, he's a good character. You can you can just kick people in the crotch and win a match. <laughs> okay. First, first you're breaking open combos just to eat the cheese, and now you're kicking people in the nuts. I don't know, man. <laughs> well, okay. George, George, you and I can still be friends. <laughs> I don't know. So, what was your favorite character to use, George? Uh, what was the ice guy, giant man thing? Oh, Glacier. Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah, that guy, I guess, because I got far enough. Mm. Far enough? I got somewhat far <laughs> with him. What's funny is that character, you use basically the same uh, control options that you would to do Sub-Zero's moves. Oh, really? Mm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, well, for me personally, despite the, you know, despite the you know, you despite the fact the guy has a horrible name, uh, I, I did. Um, you know, um, so I probably enjoy like using like TJ Combo the most because you know he's a you know a pretty good character. Well, because he's a pretzel wrapped around cheese. <laughs> <laughs> not always cheese though, and not always a pretzel. True. <laughs> you ever have the buffalo chicken ones? Yeah, like when I play this game mm. with my daughter, of course she always plays as Orchid. Mm, and right, yep. and, right. and I've like I found Fulgore to be aesthetically the most badass character ever. Like he mm. should have his own game. Right. Like full Fulgore just looks amazing. But play wise, I have the most luck with uh Saberwolf. Hmm. I can see that, yeah. I think they all look super crusty. <laughs> uh, how do you mean that, George? <laughs> it's like they were they were it, it's like they're a battery that was left in electronic for 20 years and you, you pop open the back and oh, it's all corroded. That's what it kind of looks like. Well, what's funny, um, Greg, I don't know if you uh, read about this or not, but they tried to use uh, the mode seven. Mm, to yep. simu to to simulate the 3D of right. the actual game. Right. Yep. Yeah. 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 The Super NES version was definitely downgraded uh, quite a bit. I guess we'll talk about that now. Um, uh, yeah. So, I mean, there's sorry, a huge difference I, in I, hardware. Uh, yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. There's a big difference in hardware because you know, like, yeah. because you know, their their cave their cave their their cave machine was like literally like way more powerful than this was. So no, it was it was originally intended to be. A launch title for the 64, right, exactly. but, the, right, exactly. but when the 64 was delayed, they were yeah. like, eh, screw it, yeah. Super Nintendo. Yeah. They were probably trying to figure out how to make the controller better, and they gave up. <laughs> <laughs> so as Ray just mentioned, uh, you know, like, uh, the 3D stages that their arcade game had were turned to 2D uh, stages in, in, in the Super Nintendo version of the game, with, like, Mode 7 be, being used for pseudo-3D effect, and also, like, you know, parallax scrolling for the background and whatnot. So, um, the, uh, graphical detail was vastly reduced, of course. The, the character, th um, uh, you know, the character sprites are smaller. Uh, zooming and scaling were all taken out. Some of the stages, some of the stages were, some of the stages were designed to be smaller or to be less complicated as far as graphical, graphical looks or background went to make them easier to show up on the, um, you know, on the more limited hardware of the Super NES. So, 
after after victory, they, after victory, like an arcade version of the game, the, the game showed you full motion video that was replaced by still images, uh, like in the home port. Uh, voice samples and sound effects were shortened or, or were shortened or, or shortened or taken out altogether. The mute, uh, the, the 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 bit rate, the bit rate, of the music is uh, a lower quality. Of course. Uh, uh, some of the, uh, some of the special graphical effects uh, with the special moves were taken out. Um, on uh, uh, on the plus side, however, uh, all the characters' special um, uh, special moves and da- danger moves like were kept in. Uh, they also added in a training mode and tournament mode, which was used for multiplayer pr- purposes. So. Um, all things considered, I think I think they did a very good job putting the game onto Super NES because you know, considering how much more limited in power that system was, like the arcade get there, the arcade game. I mean, yes, it's unfortunate all those things had to be chopped, but they really didn't have a choice. And considering what they had to work with, um, you know, it's still the gameplay is still 100% attacked. So, and that's the most important thing um, to have present, I think. Oh, I agree. Like back back when it came out. I didn't care that it wasn't exactly like the arcade game. I was just happy to have it to play in my bedroom. Yeah, right. You know, right. Yeah. You know, same. No, same thing. Like harkening back to the Atari days. It's like they weren't going to make, you know, games like Defender or Asteroids arcade perfect, but it was close enough. Right. Yeah. So I mean, like you know, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. So. You know, yeah, they, yeah, they had to cut down the graphics. They had to cut down the music. Um, uh, um, but, but yeah, so like all the, you know, almost all the gameplay is uh, uh, carried over, you know, carried over intact. So, you know, so you, so you got to give them like, you know, um, uh, credit for that. So, um, but, uh, but so, but speaking about the graphics, even though they are downgraded, um, the graphics in this game are still very good. I mean, like you know, there's some. You know, very nice colors, some very nice, some very nice, you know, parallax 3D stuff going on. Thanks, thanks to Mode Seven. You know, the, like you know, the background, the backgrounds, the backgrounds, the backgrounds are all very, are all very flushed um, uh, and full and full, like look gorgeous. Uh, yeah, it's a very like pretty game. Well, Greg, if I'm not mistaken, this was the same team who did Donkey Kong Country. Yes. Yep. So, I mean, I mean, different hardware, of course, but yes, uh, but. Um, yeah, uh, same team, so. George, are you still with us? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I fell asleep, what? <laughs> um, so what do you think about the graphics, George? They're crusty. Um, I, I, I don't know, I wasn't very impressed with them, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> it, that, it might just be a me thing, I guess. Um... Was there something about the graphics that put you off, or...? It's not like they're like, oh my god, they're disgusting, get away from me, but it was just like... I don't know, it looks like they tried doing something, and they, well, they certainly did something. Um... Oh, um, George, okay, play Eternal Champions on the Genesis, and then play this. (laughs) (laughs) And you will think this is the most brilliant thing you've ever seen. Uh, maybe I will. Uh... But yeah, so um, yeah, uh, so the music, the music of this game also I think is like very good still. I mean, like you know, even though it is downgraded in quality, like the arcade version, all the songs are here and some like some good pieces. So it's uh, as a very good like fighting game music. I agree. the The Super Nintendo sound chip has always, I mean, it's been 
people have talked about it being muddy, but when it's done right, it's done right. And I think. Oh yeah. Oh right. yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not the C. It's not the CD quality music that the arcade had. But what do right. you expect? Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. There were a few instruments that the Super NES sound chip couldn't do very well, but I think for the most part, it's able to play to play most everything very, very well. And this game definitely is like very good for it, like for sure. So, um, did you find the music terrible, George? I don't think it was bad. Okay. <laughs> was um, it? Uh, from what I it, what I remember, it seemed good. Okay. All right. Did so. it make Did it make you want to dance? <laughs> no, that's reserved for uh, Square games. Oh. <laughs> well, speaking about the music, um, and I didn't actually know this until I was doing some research on it, and also Ray, you mentioned this earlier to me too. Also, I think while like we were talking about it, um, there was a special pack-in available on the, uh, available like available in the home version of the game. Yes, um, the first the, the first hundred thousand copies of the game sold in the U.S. The first twenty thousand co- copies sold in Canada uh, included also included also included a soundtrack CD in the in the, in the box. Uh, which was called Cure Cuts. Uh, yes. Which actually had all the music, um, uh, which actually had all the music, uh, uh, like the game on it. So. Yeah, it, yeah, it was the entire arcade soundtrack. Right. So. And, and it was like the people were so blown away by the music from the arcade machine that they burned, they made a c- CD out of it. Right. So. You can tell which ones had the CD because there's a sticker, uh, like in the front of the box. That will identify the ones that have it versus the one that don't. Because I said, you know, like this game sold like hotcakes, so like only the first hundred thousand copies in the U.S. Uh, um, um, uh, have the soundtrack, and as a result, that soundtrack is harder to find these days. Yeah, see, I don't think I'm the only one who, at this point, was kind of burnt out on Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Mm. And this, th- for me, this game was like it was just an awakening. It was like okay. Now a fighting game is being different and just much like because Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat just follow the same formula, right? Game exactly, after game after yeah, game. So. And this one, this one was just so different. Yeah, the gameplay in this actually is like pretty good. I mean, like you know, like I said before, I, I kind of like fighting games, uh, fighting games as a whole, but uh, the combo, the way they designed the combo system in this game, really, like, really helps a newbie player. Uh, because it's uh, obviously it's not as hard to learn or as pull off as is as is as in like say like Street Fighters, the Mortal Kombat's or whatnot. I so, can figure it out. Um, you, you still have to spend some time practice practicing on it, but it's not as bad as other games. So right, well, okay. So, um, yeah, the controls felt fine. I mean, like you know, I didn't have any problems. I, I didn't have any problems like the controls, the, the um, the controls in this game. So well, you 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 had said to me that you you do use an. Uh, a regular Super Nintendo controller. Yes. Yep. Okay. Part of the reason that I gravitated sort of Super Nintendo was because the controller was so much more suited for fighting games. True. Yep. Yeah, there's more buttons to, and everything. Yeah. Well, true, but I mean, I like I said, I went from the NES to the Genesis until the Sega Genesis introduced the six-button controller. I don't care if it had blood or not. I wanted to play fighting games on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. So. Nope. Yeah. They had, yeah. Yeah. Those extra buttons definitely like. Yeah. Yeah. Those extra buttons definitely like you know help a lot. Uh, like for sure. Yeah. So. But um. 
Uh, yeah, so like, um, so like, uh, um, something else this game also had that was pretty unique. Uh, it was one of the few games that actually was covered. Like, um, you had a covered shell. Um, the oh yeah, the, the, uh, the POW, the POW, Australian, Canada, and U.S. releases of the game, uh, but uh, like all had like a black casing. So yeah, that I think that this was the only game to have a black cartridge. I know that uh, Maximum Carnage and Doom had the red the cartridges. Red ones, yep. Yes, so, and Donkey Kong. Yeah, but Donkey Kong Country had yellow. Um, no, that was on sixty-four. Yeah, that was okay. Donkey Kong sixty-four. Oh, was it? okay. All right, all right. Yes. So, I'm so. Oh, now I'm taking George's job of correcting you, Greg. <laughs> 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 no, no, but no, but it was Maximum Carnage and Doom had the red cartridges, but I think Killer Instinct was the only one to have a black card. I think you're right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And this game sold very well. I mean, like, uh, I mean, total, total during his lifetime. Uh, the game sold 3.2 million copies. Yeah, and it kills me how cheap... Oh, gosh, see, I'm jumping ahead. I was going to say, it kills It kills me how cheap this game is going for these yep. days. Yep, it is going for cheap, so... Because, cheap, you know, cheap. there were... You know, it, well, you know, there were a lot of copies sold. You know, heck, there were 150,000 copies sold, like, sold in the U.S. Uh, for at least day alone. And that's how much people, like, wanted the game. So... Um, as mentioned earlier, there was a sequel to this game, Killer Instinct 2, uh, which came out in 1996, uh, uh, first the arcade, and then, um, uh, and that game, uh, um, and that game was the one that actually came out on the N64, that actually, actually made out, they made it out like a N64, as Killer Instinct Gold. So, uh, I played that in the arcade, I, I remember, I remember playing Killer Instinct Gold a little bit, but I don't really remember, I don't, I don't remember too much about it, except just being, like, like, more of the same. Um, well, it's it, it's funny, Greg. Is when I knew that I was going to be doing this show with you, I eBayed myself a copy of Killer Instinct Gold for my N sixty four, and it did not work. Oh! I opened it up. I cleaned the traces. I cleaned the pins, and it's not working. That luckily, sucks. I got a luckily I got a full refund, but I didn't get to try it. Mm. Uh, do you have any experience with the game, George? I don't think so. Yeah, Killer Instinct 2 is just pretty much more of the same, which, of course, you know, since it is just like, you know, um, you know, since the game, you know, since the first game was so good, it's like, uh, I was like, that's fine. So the basic the, the basic things I remember being different for, being different for that game is that normal moves are not as are not as powerful in that game as like they are like in the first game. So in the first game, like they're very encouraging you, encouraging you to do special moves and combos a lot, combos a lot more. No, uh, from what I from what I understand is that they stuck with the just straight on two D side by side fighting right, instead yeah. of instead of what a lot of games at the time tried to do right and 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 mimic three D yeah. uh, characters yeah characters characters can also be, yeah characters in characters like two can always be knocked down like must be knocked down like a lot easier um, and it, uh, um, uh, and they also had a super bar. Which basically is like um, is like a multi-hit super super mode. That's what that controls. So, um, you know, of course, super you have, like, bar is a place that I would like to drink at. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, and of course you have the usual like you know, like more combos, more characters, you know, better graphics, that kind of stuff, et cetera, et cetera. So, what you expect for a fighting? Yeah, game. I think I think you, I think that in that you could play as Idol, the yeah, boss yeah. from the first game. Yep, yes, you could. So. Um, so after that, Killer Instinct was dead for a long time, and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, uh, the game came back in 2013. 
Um, yes. Uh, like, uh, uh, I would, uh, developed by Rare, published by Microsoft, like the Xbox One. It's um, still going on to this day. Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't even know about this until I started kind of looking into stuff for this show, and it was a launch title, and they continually update it with new methods. Yeah, and it's mode. a and it's a free to play game. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's that's nuts. I haven't actually played it though. I heard the good things about it, so. Well, hey, if you can play as a battle toad, <laughs> I, might, I, I might buy an Xbox One just for that. Just there to play you as go. a battle toad. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, as a matter of fact, they also included in they also included with that game. They also included a port, uh, like a port, uh, uh, a port of the game's arcade version, known as Currency Classic, uh, which is part of that um, uh, that uh, that new game. Oh, so, really? Oh, that's, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. that's cool. Uh, they also added, um, uh, yeah, yeah, that port was developed by Code Mystics, who's done some, um, uh, who's done some very good work over the years. Uh, they added some additional features. There's new training mode. There's new, uh, there's unlockable character sprite, uh, character character galleries and cutscenes. Uh, several filters to pick from, and you can also play the game either to like original 1.4 version or version or version like the like the later and more common bug fixed 1.5D version that Ray was talking about earlier. Like how they had to do the, you know, like how they had to have that um, the fix, the, um, you know, the fix in their arcade that um, uh, their arcade cabinet to fix that bug. So. Hmm. Uh, this part of the game allows you to play the either version. So, uh, so you so you can still play the version where Cinder can kill everyone. Yep. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. <laughs> really pandering to the uh, the big old fans there. That's awesome. Yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I yeah I did I did not know Karen Snake was still being like updated. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, they call it seasons. Ah, uh, okay. All right, that makes sense. Like every like every once in a while, they just update it and call it okay. Here's season two, and here's season three, and they just add, you know, modes and characters. Yeah, it's like a well, it's like I a free to play game. A lot of free free to play games have seasons. Sure. Yeah, but, but I don't. I applaud them doing that as opposed to what they could do is just release a new version, like they do with Madden every year. Mm. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the game has microtransactions still, but they're not scummy. No. Yeah. It's like if you want to buy a costume or a character or something. I I, I don't know. I haven't uh, I haven't played played it, but uh, I know a little bit about it. Right. Oh, let me also let me also go back and correct myself here before anybody does this. Uh oh, Greg uh, was wrong on the <laughs> podcast, guys. Uh, the new Cure Instinct game was. Rare helped with developing it, but the actual developers yeah they didn't mean yeah they didn't right. mean uh, uh, develop it. Yeah. Uh, Double Helix Games and Iron Galaxy Studios, the main ones behind. Yes, it. yes. No, but it was still it was still the original designer that right. had a hand in. Yeah, it. Rare did still have some input in the game, so I mean, uh, you know they you know they weren't. And I don't the process, think they're the process I don't think they're the ones maintaining it. I think it's no, no, they're uh, not. What do you so. call it? Yeah, one of the two studios. Yeah, I think it's uh, what was it? I Iron Galaxy, Iron Galaxies. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, Iron Galaxy and Double Helix. Yeah. yeah, I think Iron Galaxy might be still maintaining it. Right. So, uh, yeah. So the game, like the game, like the game, not only sold very well, it also reviewed very well. Um, you know, EGM gave it seven point, um, seven point seven five out of ten. 
Next Generation oh. gave it like four out of five. Wait, um, are we still talking about the new one? Or are we talking about the the SNES port? Sorry, Super NES game. There you um, go. Yeah. So yeah, so it sold well, like viewed well. So and people still think of it as one of the best fighting games. Period. So, Weird. Most people are odd. <laughs> no, I'm so I'm sorry. Like I said, it's my favorite <laughs> fighting game on the system. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I I'm not super it's into not fighting games, so I have, it is very, I have very nothing good. to say about that. So. Well, well, George, we've already we've already <laughs> decided that I'm odd, and we know that your fa- your favorite fighting game is balls. <laughs> you weren't supposed to tell anybody about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I have a lot more nostalgia for for, for, for Street Fighter Mortal Kombat, so I guess it's, uh, uh, so, uh, so for, me, for me, at least those games store more fun. Um, you know, however, Cure Instinct is a very, very good game. I mean, like, you know, the arcade, you know, the arcade game is quite fun. They did a great job putting on the Super NES. Um, yeah, it's a very, very good game. It's very solid. Like, you know, um, I definitely think it deserves all the praise. Well, for me, this was just a breath of fresh air because you exactly. were so, yeah. so. You, you were so inundated with Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat game after game after game and having something to come out that was actually good and not just a copycat. Wow. Right. You know? Yeah. Speaking of hot takes. <laughs> well. Uh. Okay, George, go play Clay Fighter, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> I, we already covered Clay Fighter, so yes, we did. Yes, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. So um, I think that's mostly everything about the game itself. Uh, I still have some additional stuff to talk about here, as far as like, as far as like a um, you know cheats and eBay and that kind of stuff. But uh, Ray, you said you had some stories about this game, right? Well, no, I was, I was. Just loving the fact that they named a character Combo. Oh, well. <laughs> they weren't very creative with the names, period, I think, across the board. When, when, so. when the combo system was the main yeah. mechanic that, that was introduced in the game. And the, the combo system has been used ever since Killer Instinct. True. Like, they, they use it in Marvel vs. Capcom. They use it in Tekken now. They use it in all these games. Like... Like I said, it's like it'd be like if a Mortal Kombat character was named Fatality. Yeah, yeah, it would just be silly. <laughs> although, although I, if they kept the boxer's name as Mister Fist, <laughs> it could have had a whole different connotation to it. <laughs> yes, exactly. What so, would be his catchphrase? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, family friendly, George. <laughs> So what are you talking about? I was just very curious as what he could say after, before or after he beats you. No, but um, I'm gonna just snooze past that. Uh, (laughs) Did you? Did you guys? I don't know. I'm not uh, an alarm that wakes you up to go to work. I can't be. I cannot be silenced this easily. Go on. on. You know, but um, I, I, I am not sure, but. The Riptor character was cool as hell. Do you guys know if this came before or after Primal Rage? Oh, uh, I could go look that George, up. Yeah, George. Yeah, George. Yeah, George. George was talking about that. I, I think. Yeah. This, I think this game came after. I want to say Primal Rage was ninety two, ninety three. So Primal Rage was ninety four. Ninety four. Okay. So August about the same time. Ninety four. Yeah, yeah, around the same time. But yeah, I just I just thought that the fact that the Riptor character was so distinct in this game and Primal Rage was just basically 
Riptor the game. <laughs> not not counting the farting. Oh, I didn't know this was on a uh, PlayStation. Ooh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Primal Rage was so. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, not a very good port. Yeah, not a very good port of the game. Like when I remember, but they tried. Is that the one where you could like pee on each other or whatever? Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There's yeah. So there's pee, there's farts, and there's puke. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> good, good times. <laughs> It sounds like a Saturday night at a college fraternity. <laughs> uh, well, if they're so, puking, then they're lightweights. Uh, like so, Ray. It sounds like um, you know, it sounds like that you still think this game holds up like pretty well today. I think it does. Okay. Like I said, I still, I still, I will pick this up before I will my copy of you know Mortal Kombat Two or right. Street Fighter. Okay. Because. You know, it's it's more frenetic, right? No, I agree with that definitely. Yep, yep, hundred percent. So, uh, George, understanding that you're not, uh, so I, so we understand you're not a huge fighting game fan. But no. how did this, you know, what do you think of this game? Visit this, the Street Fighters, the Mortal Kombat, etc. Yeah, I'm not crazy about this game. I felt like this game. I don't even know if it was the controller I was using or what, but the game felt pretty stiff, actually. Um, then it was your controller. Sure, uh, I guess. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, I would probably prefer like a Mortal Kombat to this, but uh, I think it's interesting that they were trying to come up with um, unique characters and everything. You got like a dinosaur, and you know, you know, it's not like really like at that time wasn't really common to see stuff out of humans or humanoid type of uh, characters and. You have like dinosaurs sure. and, and exactly. this and that and yeah, um, and the the combo. Th I mean, I couldn't figure out the combo thing, but uh, Not, apparently it's better and easier. So like, hey, that's that's cool. <laughs> no, no, that's fair. Totally understand. So, um, Ray, were you aware of how many codes and secrets made in this game? I know of some of them. There's a lot. <laughs> I know that I know that you can like change costume designs at the menu yeah. by like no. pressing up or down. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I'm just. Yeah. I'm. I'm just. I'm just gonna go through this list real quick because the, uh, real quick because there's a lot. Yeah. Uh, that's the only. That's the only one that springs to mind for me. Uh, there are a bunch of codes you can do. You. Uh, um. Uh, use these codes on the menu screen. There's these combo breakers, fast speed, faster speed, faster speed, uh, get alternate costumes, no combo breakers allowed, uh, plays idol, plays the boss, uh, use a random character when you fight, uh, and slow speed. Uh, you can also do a stage a stage select and music select uh, as well uh, by doing a comp um, uh, by doing a uh, by doing a particular button push sequence on the character select uh, select screen. Uh, there's also there's also a way in versus mode to come back to life uh, after you've you know after you've like uh, run out of life and should be dead. So that's pretty cool. And I um, mean, if you want to, you can also uh, you can also uh, I, I, you can also just simply uh, do unlimited unlimited practice fights against Idol uh, to just oh. kinda, yeah yeah. If you fight him, if you fight him, if you fight him and let him kill you. At the game over screen, let the timer run down, and then go to practice. Pick your character, and then you're back up against like idol again. So this allows you just to practice against him as much as you want to. Is that a feature or is that a bug? 
Ah, <laughs> probably a feature. I don't know. I think the, I think the fact that you can play as Idol is pretty cool in itself. Yeah. It's yeah. like when they introduce Goro as a playable character in Mortal right. Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. It's, okay, so I have I have to ask you guys, like, who is your favorite character to play as? Oh, I said mine already, Cobble. Okay. Yeah, I think we talked about this, didn't we? We did, yes. It said Gla yeah. Gla Gla Glacier Man, Titanic Sink Man. Yes. yes. <laughs> Sorry, my uh, short-term memory is shot. No, that's fine. So, um, so yeah, I mentioned eBay before. Uh, this game is wicked cheap and wicked easy to find on there because of how well the game sold. Uh, was this a million seller? Like, oh, 3.2 million seller. Woo! Oh, uh, that's, a lot. It, that's a lot. Uh, if it got re released yeah. as part of the Miller seller line, I don't know that. I didn't see any, I didn't see any pictures, pictures of the uh, pictures of it, so maybe not. But, okay. um, but yeah, this game is very easy to find, uh, to, uh, to find on eBay. When I went looking for it, there was a whopping 250, 259 copies currently, uh, currently, uh, currently wow. on, uh, on there for sale. 232 copies that they recently sold. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen a Super NES game this easy to find as this is. And it's also yeah. one of the cheapest, cheapest also. Yeah, so, how cheap is it? Uh, these prices include shipping, carding work, carding work running anywhere from 580 to 2550. Wow. So, if you want CIB, that's twenty three dollars to twenty three dollars ninety dollars. Mind ah, you, those that's prices. A huge yeah, mind you, those prices do not include the soundtrack. If you want the soundtrack, that's a uh, you know you know the, you know, probably that's a pretty expensive. penny. Yeah, right. Um, there's actually a bunch of sealed copies of it of sealed copies that um uh that sold recently also too. It's like about like a, you know like about you know around like you know eight of them. So, um, again. Um, again, never seen a game with this many steel copies available. And you know, from uh, they sold anywhere from 101 to 101 dollars to three and five dollars. That wow, okay, huh? So, even for steel pricing, it's not bad. No, it's not. But if you want a card only, you can make the choice. It's like, am I gonna buy this game or am I gonna get yeah. a lunch at McDonald's? Yeah, basically, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, we can also get the what game. What kind of lunch the Xbox. do you have at McDonald's that could be like 30 bucks? No, I'm saying card only. Yeah, I 580. Thought, uh, 580 to what though? 2550. Okay. What kind of McDonald's lunch are you having that's like 25 bucks? Oh, I I'll I'll scarf two Big Macs all day. <laughs> Don't be ashamed. I could do that too. <laughs> I used to be able to do that when I was younger, but <laughs> All right, sir, it's time to pay. Uh do you take killer in instinct cartridges or uh <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so, uh, the carts, the carts easy to find, uh, or if you want to, the, uh, the digital version, the digital version of the game included with the Xbox One version sounds pretty good too, so, um, so. yeah, I, like I said, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, why was it not more publicized, you know? Well, well if you had an Xbox yeah. One, it would probably be right in your face. Yeah, well, exactly. That's true. So, but... <laughs> I mean, true. if you're going to advertise something, why advertise it uh, anywhere else but the console that people are playing on? True. Well, exactly, like, so. well, no, well, like I said, if it, if it had been more widely announced that Killer Instinct was coming back on that console, I would have bought that console. Well, you have an opportunity game... to do that now. Yeah, and to be fair, I do remember that game getting a good deal of press when it came out. I mean, I mean I, it was 2013, yeah, I, so... I think I did... But you also have to be like following like modern games coverage. True, exactly. Yeah. So, but, 
But I don't know. I'm st I'm still waiting on the new ColecoVision stuff coming out. Oh yeah, that should be good. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm following. Hey, that, did so you hear? Was... There's a new console coming out and it plays CDs. So weird. I think it's well, called the PlayStation. <laughs> well, you hear about this one? Well, they're also coming out with a new television system. So, but uh, you, you know, like, what's old is new again. Yes. Oh yeah, those so. those weird flat screen TVs. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> like, there's like no curve in them. It's really strange. Everything's just yeah. getting all boxy and flat. <laughs> uh, anyway, on that note, Greg's had enough. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Um, as always, we appreciate you listening to the podcast. I think the, uh, I thank you as always for your support. If you want to give us feedback, comments, game suggestions, whatever. Uh, Facebook is a good place to do it. You can also send me an email if you want to. Uh, uh, that email is yesandspodcast at yahoo.com. Uh, we also have a Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash uh, forward slash podcast. How do you spell Patreon? P-A-T-R-E-O-N. There you go. I was ready for that. So, so where on that you can get for some cool perks for those dollars a month. You can get mentioned, mentioned, uh, mentioned as being a backer as I'm doing right now for Corey and David. Thank you very much, you guys. Uh, or you can also get early access to the episodes uh, or be able to dictate a game. So, uh, Ray, we want to thank you very much for being on the podcast with us. Uh, you know, it was a pleasure. Um, you know, it's always fun to have somebody, somebody come on here and talk about their favorite game and whatnot. So, um, uh, I'm just glad I'm just glad the technical difficulties we had we, we, we had when we started didn't rear really the ugly head again because yes. yeesh. Oh. <laughs> no. Hey, hey, we fought through it, and uh, yes. gentlemen, ge gentlemen, I appreciate the invite. Right, definitely. Yes. So. Uh, George uh, has an announcement to make uh, 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 to wrap this to wrap up to wrap up this episode. So uh, I will give you the floor, George. All right. So uh, it's been something I've been thinking about for a while, and I think I want to like take like one or two steps back on the whole podcasting thing. So Greg and I have been talking about this for a little bit, and. Uh, I'm not going to be completely gone. I mean, I'm still going to be editing episodes, I think, if, yes. unless Greg fires me. Uh, <laughs> but the other, the other thing is, uh, instead of completely leaving, I'll be, I'll be around probably one, once a month to, uh, cover something on the podcast, but, uh, I, I'm taking a few steps back to, uh, you know, cool down a little bit. If you listen to, uh, Master System Masterpieces and PlayStation Power, you probably noticed that. Uh, they're not coming out either, and that 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 is definitely part of that kind of stuff. Um, podcasting has kind of just like, you know, I got some stuff going on, and it's kind of like maybe burned me out a little bit, but n not as much as to just completely run away from everything. So sure. uh, you, yeah. yeah, you will definitely hear me on SNES podcast, just not as often. Right. Yep. Exactly. So yep. as a matter of yep, so as a matter of fact, we already have plans for George to come back. Uh, Stephen George will come back in two episodes uh, on the cover of game. So, uh, he will still be around. So, uh, George, it sucks to, um, you know, it sucks to, um, that this is that this is happening, but I do understand totally, you know, like real life and everything has to take, um, you know, has to take like priority. So, yeah. uh, I want to thank you very much for the years. Wow, it has been years. It has been uh, years. Year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for your, for your help and support and for doing this podcast with me. So, yeah. Um, I right now am trying to find out who I want to who I want to have take uh, take George's pl place. Uh, 
we already had this guest episode lined up with Ray anyway, months months ago before this before this went down. So, but Ray also expressed interest 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 to be on the podcast on a regular basis. So this is also a good way to find out, uh, you know, to you know, try run per se, quote unquote. Um, I'm doing an episode next time with another person who, who's expressed interest in being on the podcast. Uh, we're still trying to determine what game we want to cover, so I, so, so I apologize. I can't, uh, you know, I can't say like I usually do what game's coming up next. But uh, tune in for another special episode with an uh, episode with like another um, uh, a special guest host. And after that, I should be able to make a decision. So uh, it, 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 it will not be a, a, a very long uh, process, I hope. And uh, George, thank you again. For being willing to like being willing to being willing to edit the podcast, everything because that's a huge relief like off my shoulders for sure. So uh, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so you know, it means a lot to me. So uh, so again, uh, you know, I already you know, I already I already had said this on Facebook and whatnot about about George's departure, but I know that I um, you know, I know that everybody on the podcast listens uh, um, listens. Yeah, I'll be okay. Uh, read social media, so. Not all the uh, listeners of the podcast read the social media. Yeah, <laughs> so definitely wanted to let, yeah, yeah, definitely want to let everybody know. So, but anyway, um, thank you again, guys, uh, for joining me. As always, as always, to, as always to cover like another game and a, um, uh, yeah. How can I end this? Um, you can say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, goodbye, all. Have a good night. There you go. Uh, take care. Bye. Nintendo controls 80% of the video market. But no matter how you play the game, or which game you play, things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep from time.